Hello everyone! Who knew that a girl wearing puka shells all over her white gossamer gown could cause such a fuss, am I right? Some guy in Austin and I break down week six of Matt James's journey to find love and we tackle many questions along the way. For instance, how many bolts are missing from those carnival rides, do you think? And how many Temecula Road songs can you name off the top of your head? Is the turtleneck the new statement necklace? And which song from Grease 2 is the best on the soundtrack? I'll give you a hint. It's not reproduction. We all know where the pollen goes. No need to sing about it. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 202 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Ray. I am here with some guy in Austin, and we are going to talk about week six of Matt James' Journey to Find Love. And, you know, as the show goes, he keeps cutting them down, cutting them down, cutting them down. But some people are leaving on um, a bad note. As we started off with this episode, he had a little mini two-on-one with MJ and Yesenia. Was it surprising to you that MJ was the one that was walking out the door to the rejection SUV without a hug, might I say, or even a word? Yeah. Um, she, no, I think we, we predicted that last week. She really, um, um, I guess this is a po- politically correct way to say this. There's a saying, but she really showed everybody her rear end. Mm. Um, you know, she, well, it's kind of crude, but I mean, honestly, <laughs> she, she seemed nice. She was, you know, a, uh, uh, amiable and yeah. fun and all that stuff. And then I just think the emotional toll of just being stuck in that house. Some mm-hmm. people react well, some people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like the whole bad thing. I thought yeah. that was stupid. And um, that I told you now, did not like, promote peace and harmony. By the no, way, <laughs> it's just it's just so it it just smacks of insecurity. You know that she had exactly. a moment, and now she's back to the old MJ or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's like Samson with his hair. You know, <laughs> her hair is her power or some nonsense. <laughs> and so. Matt James, it is powerful. You, mm-hmm. Did you see how just exacerbated mm-hmm. he looked when he walked in there? Like, I got to do this I again. Go. <laughs> um, I will say though, she made it difficult for him because she looked fantastic in that outfit in her little, '80s power suit. Yeah, exactly. She looked like she was a Robert Palmer Palmer girl or whatever. And um, you know, the hair was a lot. She was a lot, you know. And uh, I thought Yasinia was very self-aware. She was, um, yes. She she kept, you could see her clenching her fist to maintain control and dignity. I thought that was admirable because she knew the cameras were on. That's exactly right. Um, mm-hmm. She was emotionally in control and she won the, the two-on-one. However, there was a moment, tell me if you thought this too, um, when he looked and he said, MJ, I can't give you this rose. I thought, okay, she's getting walked out, which was apparent. And then I thought, well, wait a minute. He didn't reward it to yep. Yesenia. So maybe she's going too. Absolutely. Um, I thought that 100%. And in fact, I think that's what he wanted to do. And he was told he couldn't. (laughs) Yeah, because when she showed up mysteriously, Mm, she's holding it. Yeah, she's just kind of wafting it around like, hey, guys, how are y'all? Look what I found (laughs) on the floor in the 
And they're like, all right, keep it. We got a continuity <laughs> problem now. We can't, he we can't deal with my here. If I'm look exactly, if I'm looking at it that night, I would have thought exactly what you and I both did. Oh, he doesn't like her. They're making him give her the rose. However, again, if you watch scenes from next week, like I do, and often pause to try to figure things out, Yesenia gets a one-on-one date next week. She, she's very pretty. And I thought, um, you know, he might've, she she might've impressed him in that exchange. She did handle herself very well. She was, you know, very, you could tell she was really annoyed and she was tempted to argue. Um, and she had a lot of self-control, which is, you know, more than we can say for, I don't know, 28 out of 32 of these these girls. Exactly. Exactly. did, have you, have you, when you were younger, did you have that issue like impulsiveness and lack of self control? I mean, beyond what was normal? No. Mm-mm. I did. I was scared to say anything. Mm-mm. No, I did. I, I got my, my mouth got me in trouble a lot. Well, now, granted, yeah, that a makes lot sense of times I, I picked my words and I had a valid argument, but mm-hmm. in retrospect, I should have kept my mouth shut um, it's, it's, a lot more than I did. It's just confusing to me how much Yesenia is speaking words of, truth meaning but you did say it and mj's never saying no i didn't she just keeps saying i promote peace and harmony and i lead by example and and finally it works every time i say that i don't know why it's not working now i'm just gonna repeat it yes and yesenia just said well we'll all know once this airs that's what i keep going back to mj you're on camera you're yeah. on camera. So she's going to have to backpedal during Women Tell All. Did, did you? Oh, yeah. The Women Tell All is going to, the claws are coming out. Mm-hmm. MJ's going to have some kind of new hairstyle and she's going to be a, a <laughs> bad whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you, uh, one thing I did want to mention now, uh, Yesenia's um, kind of, uh, she looked like a pornographic version of the Hillary Clinton in that pantsuit. I didn't like the color. <laughs> and it was just kind of like a slutted up version of a pantsuit. <laughs> And I didn't think it was very flattering. Versus MJ's version of a pantsuit without pants? I didn't think MJ looked like cheap. You know, it just looked okay. maybe maybe at untimely, maybe okay. or you know, with the shoulder pads and the big buttons and the hoops. Yeah, it just looked out okay. of place. But uh, Yesenia, I didn't think that was a good choice for her. But okay. I do think she's very pretty, and I was very um, very pleased with the way she chose to handle herself because that thing could have gone off the rails real quick. Most you know, definitely. In a cat fight. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I'm sure we'll get to the second cat fight, which um, is funny to me because you have someone that's arguably emotionally mature, like um, Katie, Yesenia. Oh, sorry. One, uh, yeah. And, and then also Katie. And then the Serena and MJ just try their standard line about peace and harmony and all mm-hmm. this. And it doesn't work. And yeah. they're, they're just like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. I think. Uh, that was confusing a little bit to me. What you're speaking of is Serena C somehow, for some reason, attacks Katie saying every time there's drama, you're somehow connected to it, uh-huh. which is a true statement. But what Katie's defense is, hey, I'm just telling Matt what is going on? I don't say any names. I just say, hey, there's some bullying. It needs to be taken care of. Hey, yeah. there's some sort of varsity versus JV going on. It needs to be taken care of. And she said, I never say any name. And then Serena takes this as, well, you're not here for the right reasons. Oh, God. How they need to retire that. I agree. 
Along I with, agree. I mean, Amazing has been arguably put on the back shelf. Yes, it has. Know, for a few years. It, it, it's, it's there, but it's not omnipresent. Yes. And um, a journey as well. We, we get that in the beginning, in the end, and maybe in a, in a cheers here and there. But um, <laughs> Cheers. You know. Um, Let I me ask want, you this. I want this. the millennials listening to understand what I'm referring, <laughs> referring to. I'm actually talking about a toast, but it's been hijacked. Yes. It's not a cheers, it's a toast, and as then a, you cheers. Yeah, as a millennial would say, it's literally been hijacked. <laughs> how did they like? How did they take the word literally, which means what literally. it means, and make it mean something else? I don't. I literally do not know how they did that. <laughs> I don't know. Let me ask you this question too: Is the ribbed turtleneck the new ubiquitous scarf or statement necklace? I think so, and. I think we would agree that very few people can pull that off as a signature look. Um, and Brendan, he does it. Yeah, he looks. Look, he wears uh, a turtleneck almost every episode. Yeah, Matt James is a he's he's got a he's a good looking dude. He's uh, yeah. you know height weight proportion like yeah. like nobody's business, and he looks good in basically anything. That's true. Do you wear turtlenecks? No, I you know I used to wear the mock turtleneck back in the day. Aha, uh-huh. <laughs> a couple mock turtlenecks with a gold uh, chain. Um, no, silver. I was never a gold guy. I can never afford gold. I just would buy silver instead. <laughs> I you can like, afford uh, gold plated anywhere. I feel like the women are wearing turtlenecks too. Granted, they are in a cold place, but yeah. I have never seen so many turtlenecks. Yeah. Maybe the, uh, the Neapolitan gift shop um, mm. had a sale or True. their gift bags were... Um, yoked with turtlenecks. I don't know. I love a turtleneck. You know why? Why? Because it covers up your neck. Uh, do you have a neck? Did you know? Um, here's a little trivia. Did you know uh, why Elvis is? Uh, if you look at Elvis, I'm a big Elvis fan. You know that. Mm-hmm. But all of his jumpsuits um, have that giant collar that's always got like rhinestones or something on it. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And then if you go back into um, his wardrobe over the years, you always see he has an exaggerated collar. Do you know why that was? No. Elvis didn't like his neck. Oh, I don't like my neck. Yeah, there you go. So you and Elvis have something in common. You Maybe know, we, <laughs> we do. <laughs> I need a rhinestone jumpsuit is what you're saying. <laughs> my mom always says you can you, your neck ages and your elbow ages, so that's where you yeah. should always moisturize, and I just hate my neck. I had this, um, I've got this buddy of mine that's kind of a, kind of a dirt bag. He's actually a buddy of a buddy. I wouldn't really call him a friend, but he's kind of a dirt bag. He's one of these guys that, you know, dates like women that are less than half his age, you know, cause he's got money and he can attract. Okay. And, um, I remember we were, he's from Colorado and we were in this bar one time and, uh, these two girls were like in front of us. I should say women were in front of us at the bar. And I said to him, Hey, what do you think of them? And he, he kind of scoped him for a minute and he goes, they're, they're older than they look. I'm like, why? I guess you, you got to look at the neck. You got to mm-hmm. look at the neck. Mm-hmm. So even he was aware that uh, in scouting. Um, it's a women. true statement. And you know, because if I've, I've lost some weight during quarantine, and so I feel like my face has fallen off of my skull, the and way, it's landing you, under I, my chin. <laughs> yeah, well, the last time I saw you, you looked fabulous. Well, I don't know what you're you. doing. Um, if, it's, if it's unhealthy, it still looks good at this point. I mean, I'm sure... If it's really unhealthy, it's going to cross the the threshold. No, just no, keep no. doing what you're doing. It as just long as it's, it's melting off my face because I've been always been a cheeky person. I've always had cheeks, and now my cheeks are melting off my face, and they're ending up on my neck, and I don't know what to do with that. 
and it's underneath cold. my chin <laughs> shut up and um my chin so my mom says if i tap it and she says just tap your chin it'll go away <laughs> now Len- uh-huh just tap your chin underneath your chin just tap 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 i'm doing it right now tap 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 Good. and if you tap underneath your eyes tap 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 with your ring finger of course because that's yeah. your weakest finger but tap 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 it'll get rid of the bags under your eyes which have yeah. also showed up since the weight loss anyway all of that to say I love a turtleneck because it covers all of that up. So it makes me very sad when summer comes and people are expecting to see your neck. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> look, um, maybe you can seek some therapy between now and June. And um, However, come... a ubiquitous scarf and a statement necklace <laughs> would definitely help those situations too. Yeah. So maybe yeah, and, it is a neck thing. And it just fits in. It's so festive at the nemocolloid or whatever it is, and um, everybody's happy. Um, I did notice, and I'm, I'm jumping around here, so so feel free to – tag me back but when heather um spontaneously Mm. showed up in her rental minivan uh, already mic'd up imagine that gosh Uh, and harrison was quote surprised to see her Uh she she pronounced it nemo colon oh she did the nemo colon well um what number one let's not make harrison act you know he's better when he's a little bit spontaneous on the fly. Let's let him do what that having yeah. him act say, Oh my goodness, I'm going to have to take it up the hill to see if you can stay. That's just a, come on now. And we all know it's not true. Harrison would be like, come on, I've got, you know, the suite ready for you. <laughs> right. With the uh, testicles in it or whatever he has access what? to. Um, what? what was that last time? Goat testicles. They had a drink or something in, in, Palm Springs. <laughs> That's probably what the minivan was for. They were transporting his. Yeah, just his... let Heather drive it. We'll kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Uh, speaking of necklaces, too, her evening gown that she wore, I feel was like those conch necklaces. You mean puka beads, right? Not conch necklaces. No, conch puka, like what, puka shells. Yeah, puka shells. Yeah. There you go. A, a conch is, is like the what, big one. Um, where you blow blows. in it. Yeah. Um, but hey, one, one thing though. <laughs> I did a solid Moana reference. <laughs> it is a solid Moana reference. Oh, um, also I hate my neck. Go on. Yeah. I've been staring at the edge of the water. So I want to get back to the, the Serena Katie argument. I think yes, do uh, the best line ever, well, there's two lines when, when, uh, and, and I think she was sincere, which was just why they worked. Mm. Serena like says, can I talk to you for a minute? And Katie's like, sure, I'm in my workout shorts and let's sit down. And uh, she hears what she has to say about the right reasons. And Katie just looks with this incredulous look on her face. And she says, I thought you were coming here to apologize. <laughs> I thought that was the best thing. And Serena was all taken aback. <laughs> and then she lets her rant. They get mm-hmm. in a little screamer match. And she says, um, would thank you for your input or something. Yeah. Thank you for feedback. feedback. And then she just walks away. I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> then she follows her because she knows yeah. she's going to go downstairs and, and report something that is inaccurate. <laughs> and so she has to go fix that. Anyway, I thought I'm I, here. <laughs> I, I wish Katie had just pulled back a little bit and not yelled back at Serena. But as you keep reminding us over and over again, the longer they are there, the shorter the fuse. And so I yeah, think and- she's just so sick and tired of being 
the bad person in all of this when she feels like I'm not doing anything bad. Well, and that was clearly an ambush. You know, it was completely oh, unexpected. Yeah. It wasn't like there was tension between those two and it just hit the fan. It was like, um, you know, Serena's handler was like, hey, uh, I think uh, I'm, I'm just throwing this out there. You know, just just go ahead and finish your uh, your uh, your tuna sandwich from craft services. But I'm just throwing this out there. You think Katie's here for the right reasons? Boom, seed planted. <laughs> and then why don't you go talk to her about it? She's in her room right now in her mm-hmm. Lululemon shorts. Mm-hmm. And her knee-high socks. <laughs> go do oh, it. It'll be that. fun. She, like she was getting ready to go uh, to a ro- roller derby <laughs> match or something. <laughs> That might be next week. We never know. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about Piper's. In bikinis. Of course. And their their knee high socks. Uh, let's talk about Piper. She, Matt yeah, took her. P-E-R. Piper. Yeah, Piper. Matt took her deep in the woods and he did not kill her while he was there. Instead, he let her flip a switch and yeah. all the lights from a carnival came on and they could do whatever they want and they're Mm -hmm. in the you know the carnies are there but do you think a carnival type atmosphere by yourself is a fun date no you know i was getting ready to ask you the same thing first of all um you got to worry about the guy that's on parole that's Mm -hmm. um, charged with your life when you're on one of those rides and you got to worry you know because they go from place to place and they have to be taken apart yep are all the nuts and bolts there? Mm. Yeah, it's really conceivable that, oh, I don't know, maybe the truck hits a bump and a bag of bolts <laughs> just flies out on the highway. So that they make me nervous, mm-hmm. first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the only, I think we would both agree on this, the only really romantic um, uh, carnival ride would be a Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel, You know, yes. if you pay the guy to get stuck at the top, the old cliche. But... Um, when was the last time you rode like one of those swingy things or spinny things in a carnival? Um, it was probably at the Houston rodeo a couple of years ago. Did you get sick? Oh, um, yeah. I did not yeah. feel good afterwards. That's what I was thinking yeah. too. The odds of yeah. her throwing up on him. It's like Russian roulette. Well, but I don't think that happens in your, I read an article about how when you age, like your ears and your whatever change and mm-hmm. that, the older you get, the more likely you are yep. to get sick on something like that. And first of all, I'm depressed that that point has occurred in my life. Um, <laughs> but I, I was at the Mall of America in Minnesota a few, like three or four years ago, and I got on this swingy thing that spun. And about two swingy things in before the spinning starting, <laughs> I regretted it. <laughs> And I had a massive headache yes. the rest of the day. Yes. It's interesting that you say that because I was on a swing set not too long ago. And I, a, a literal, a literal <laughs> swing set. And I was just going back and forth on a freaking swing set. And yeah. I thought, Mm-mm, I got to stop yeah. this right now. And then you see some kid like, you know, basically swinging so high he's going to you mm-hmm. know swing over the top of it. And you think, wow, um, mm. how do they do that? I don't know if I would have liked that or not. Any no. any one-on-one date with Matt James would be awesome, but yeah. I don't know if I would have liked that one compared to yeah. some of the other dates. I am um, now you and I both mentioned the rodeo because they have the cook-off and the carnival and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And um I don't carnival games are annoying to me because they're all rigged mm-hmm. number one. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I think as evidenced in Matt's date when you do quote unquote win um, you get like an asbestos filled flammable, <laughs> you know, animal that it's completely unsafe to put in your child's crib. 
and then you just got to lug it around with you. The rest oh, of the that's the worst. When you yeah. see those people at the rodeo with yeah. these huge teddy bears. Yeah. Oh, and the dad just looks like he was, wants to die right there you know on why? the street. Because dad paid about 80 bucks <laughs> to win did. that teddy bear. <laughs> he did. That's what I always say about Disney World or whatever. It's the happiest place on earth unless you're the guy getting everybody in. You know, mm. if you're paying for it, it's not a very happy place. <laughs> unless you're the one stuck holding the balloon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't trust the child to let go and you just spent $18 on that thing. Uh, and it's, $14 on chicken strips. <laughs> sure. The best in all the land, those That's Disney right. World chicken strips from Pecos Bills. Hey, they had a good date. It was fine. They met for dinner I, that I, night. They had a great date. Yeah. She's really, she, she's, I, she surprised smitten. me. She's smitten. Yeah, for right. sure. And, and my, you know, she's 23 years old or something like that, 25 years old. And I'm 20 years older than her. So naturally, the 25-year-old is going to love the carnival date. And I'm thinking, meh, I would yeah. like to be over there sitting. However, but, but it's different for me with roller coasters. I don't know why. I love that kind of stuff. But just the carnival. And I can ride Dumbo, and that spins around. So I don't know what it is. Maybe it is a, a slight is this thing going to collapse on me? So there's a fear factor in there. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they were at dinner. She speaks a little bit about how her family is not very emotional. They don't tell each other, I love you, or I'm sorry, or you're great, that kind of sentiments. And so, I don't know. Heath says, well, we'll work on that together. Something very Matt James and sweet. He yeah. gives her the rose. Then they go to a private concert from Temecula Road. <laughs> How many of their albums do you own? Um, all of them. <laughs> really? Which one's your favorite song? I thought they were going to do a medley of their hit. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, weren't they on there before, though? I think uh, they're a repeat. They probably were, yes. They, but, they are two sisters and their friend growing up who's a guy. And I thought... Um, it wasn't, I guess it was sort of country, but it wasn't, it was. Yes, they are considered a country trio. They, uh, mm -hmm. It's, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just. Here's, here's my favorite. I did a little research on them because again, I thought, huh? And they said, this is my favorite thing. We've been, the, the girl, the youngest girl is 20 years old. And she said, we've been holding on to the song, Everything I Love, for three years with the hope that we could play it on The Bachelor. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I am not. <laughs> dreams come true. Yeah. Dreams come true. Especially manufactured dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so they sway on the carpet in front of the trio singing, who we assume quarantined with Heather. Mm -hmm. And they, he got, she got the rose and everything was great. I think he likes Piper. Yeah. I think that date went well. And mm -hmm. I, I think it was a long time coming and uh, she was patient and she got rewarded for it. She did. Then we have a group date because the Neo McCollin has a bowling alley in the bottom of it. Of course it does. What do you immediately think of when you see bowling date? Um, I love bowling. So yes. to me, I was like, this would be a great date for me because I actually, I think we've talked about this here before. I was in a bowling league for years and I, I, I'm actually semi-good in mm -hmm. bowling. Mm -hmm. um, any sport you can drink and do, I'm usually pretty good at. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, th I, th 
from a pop from a pop culture reference though. Big what Lebowski. You... Oh no. Or Kingpin. No. Come Those on. Are my team. No. Grease. Grease there two. You go. Yeah, Grease there you go. Grease two. <laughs> As we sing it, you know, we're going to score tonight, which is mm. the third best song in Greece, too, might I add. Would you like to guess number one and two? Um, cool Rider has got to be Of course, yes. Uh, that's and then whatever that one, one Johnny Nagarelli sings, I can't remember what it's called. I don't know. No. What's number one? No, Cool Rider is number one, of course. Okay, what's and number two? Number two is Girl for All Seasons, the oh, very okay. end. Yeah. That reminds me, that skit reminds me of the, the dirty dancing one where the sister um, sang the song with the piano and it's so annoying, that whole scene she's singing the hula no, thing or whatever. No, it's not. Both of those are great moments in pop That's culture you, history. Uh, some guy made me watch like the last 20 minutes of Dirty Dancing the other uh-huh. day when it was yeah. on. And, and then um, you tried to pick her up like Johnny did with Baby. <laughs> I bet you bit. could. You know, I used to do the lift. With my wow. high school boyfriend. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. My favorite is when um, when uh, Swayze's all into it and he jumps off the stage yeah, and does. then he looks over his shoulder. Mm, that's oh. right. And then Johnny he goes Castle. and gets all the people yeah. and they come dancing down the aisle because yeah. they all know the same moves. See, they just 30, feel it. Yeah, 35-year-old house painter come dance instructor that yeah. dates 16-year-old Jewish girls on vacation. It's a the great pachanga. story. That's right, the pachanga. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. That story is very problematic. I mean, if you think about it, she's like 14 years old. He's, she's you know, like She's not said, 14. She's going into the Peace Corps. So she's really 19, probably, okay. maybe ish. Right. Something. <laughs> so bowling. So bowling. Of course, it's a competition. And you have the pink team against the blue team. And it goes back and forth, back and forth. And finally, the pink team wins, which means the blue team has to go home. In the rain and just walk back in the rain. And all of the pink team is super excited because that means there are only four of them. So they are for sure going to get lots of alone time with Matt James until he feels bad and he sends a note back to the house and says, hey, losers, y'all can come on back and come to the cocktail party. Now, if I had been a winner, that would have made me very angry. Really? I I don't understand that. Well, because for that reason, I just said, you have four people you have to divide time with. Now, when they come back, you have nine people you have to divide your time with. So it makes your chance of getting time with him either non-existent or shorter than when it would have been before. That's what makes me mad. But you can't say anything because if we learned anything from Claire's season, it was like, do not even think about asking the bachelor or bachelorette, why did you do that? Yeah. Because I, um, they know why they did that and do <laughs> not question my... Meh, meh, meh. Yeah. When, when is someone going to pay attention to me, for God's sakes? <laughs> that was my favorite Claire rant. And what's his face? Who's the guy with the kid that called her old? <laughs> I don't remember his name. Remember, he was like, whoa. <laughs> Here's a red flag. Oh. Somebody's a little uh, little drunk on power. Yeah. you you would not You would not be mad. If the other people showed up. No, because the reverse is also true. If I've got a one in four chance of going home, now I've got a one in nine chance of going home. So my odds actually improve where there's more people around, number one. Mm, mm, mm. 
Number two, we all know that the time with Matt makes zero difference. <laughs> unless you're the Ethiopian and that ship sailed a long time ago because she didn't say a word for five weeks. <laughs> well, I would be mad and I would also would have been mad if one of the new people, the losers, got the date rose, but that was not the case. Michelle Obama yes. Arms got the date rose, which again, I think is very telling. He likes her he really very likes her, much. Yeah. He really likes her. And I, I was surprised that um, the um, alleged call girl got sent home. Um, mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I was shocked at that. I, w- I no way I would have. Uh, she, to me, was super attractive. I wouldn't have sent her home. Mm. Again, you did not know her. You I did know. not know anything about her. Hey, Other than gonna... she's pretty and maybe a call girl. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> allegedly. If you talk to Hannah or Anna or whatever the palindrome is. Mm. If you, um, <laughs> are you really going to make me talk in great detail about the Tyler Cameron massage? Because I'm trying I to. I am. Ugh, okay. And let me tell you why. Because well, Tyler Cameron is why. shirtless and it's just a great time to be alive when he's shirtless. He was on actually Katie's date, which yeah. I was a little surprised that Matt James picked Katie for a one-on-one date. However, I did know in my brain, I thought, well, he's throwing her a bone because she has given him all of this information. She's the informer of the group. But then whenever he said, oh, we're going to prank my best friend, Tyler C., I thought, mm, does that mean she's in the friend zone? And I think the answer is yes. Yeah. Whenever was, that's was, your date. Yeah. Right? Whenever, whenever you've got to look at his hot friend in his underwear. Right. Um, <laughs> right. He's not interested might in not you. Be interested in you. <laughs> He's just wanting to bro out with his bro because yeah, he didn't it, get enough time playing pool with that's him. That's right. And and let's let's um you know one of the tests I have you know I told you I have an English philosophy degree and I went to this uh, class called Law Symbolic Logic and. It's basically breaking arguments down into symbols. Uh-huh. And one of, the, one of the ways you test the validity of an argument is you flip the parties and you say, well, if it's fair for one, it's fair for the other type of thing. Okay. Kind of like an algebra equation. You know, if you subtract from one side, you got to subtract from the other type okay. of thing. Okay. Yeah. And um, so applying that here, let's just reverse. Let's just say that Matt James is Michelle James and she's the bachelorette. Yeah. Do you think there's any way that she brings a dude into the secret chamber and watches her hot friend get a massage for an hour. I mean, there's no, no. way. No. So, yeah. I thought, Mm-mm. well, and then I thought Matt's got to be pretty either doesn't like her or pretty confident to bring her into the room with Tyler in his underwear. Right. Like, right. Hey, check out my best but... friend be around you all the time. <laughs> if <we're> together. <laughs> That's a valid point. Katie's like, options. (laughs) Oh, okay. That is is a very valid point. I think that Katie did the best that she could. One of my favorite parts is when she told the actress who was acting as the masseur, tweak the nipples or, you know, mount him and all of this stuff that Tyler had to have known. Something's going on. But then at the end, of course, Matt James walks in and he starts rubbing oil all over Tyler's back and they all laugh. And, oh, isn't it such fun? Yeah. And here's my good friend. And, hey, this is Katie. And then they go to dinner and she says to him, well, he asks, what's gone wrong with your other relationships? And the way she answers it is, well, I don't think that we were playful enough. Which is a great answer since you just did something that was very playful 
with Matt James. And then she kind of goes on and says, I'm ready. And I think you're great and everything. And he picks up that rose like they tell them to do. And he waves it under her nose. And then he starts off with, um, I appreciate. And I went, oh, no. See, nobody ever gets a rose when you're appreciated. And or or how she uh, set the tone for, for the house. She's the R.A., that's what he, he was thanking her for being the RA and for being real cool and feeding him information that he needed. And then he put the rose down and said, I can't give it to you. Yeah, I was surprised. Were you? Yeah, I, I mean, I thought I didn't think she was going to be sent home. I thought she had another week. Really? Huh? Yeah, I thought, I thought she earned it. I think I said that last well, week. I, I mean, mean I, I, guess, I, thought... I guess from the very beginning when he said, let's go prank my friend, I thought she's out. No, I didn't think that. I thought maybe, I thought they had a good time. I thought she'd stick around for another week. What, in your opinion, was the best way to let a woman down that you don't want to date anymore? Um, well, I mean, I guess it depends on the reason why. But if, if it's just a friend thing, I mean, I think you say this isn't going to work, but I really want to be your friend. Mm. I had a, I had a, a And what if she time. says, I don't need any more friends? Then you say, well, that's your problem because <laughs> uh, I happen to be a bucket of fun. <laughs> um, but... Um, I had a day one time where I actually did this and I said to that person in mid sentence, kind of like Matt James, I said, listen, um, I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't think this is going to work, but I think you and I could be really good friends and I'm happy to introduce you to all of my friends and, you know, we can have, you know, a wonderful friendship. And, um, that person agreed and, um, you know, I'm not friends with her anymore, but it it didn't go badly for me. (laughs) When did it go badly? Has anybody ever thrown, has a woman ever thrown her drink in your face? I've had my share of, yeah. I mean, I've had, (laughs) yeah, but not, not necessarily in the recent past, but, um, there are some stories on the blog that, um, are indicative of that, but I did have one ex-girlfriend, um, and I don't, I don't use this word lightly, stalk me, um, when I lived in Houston back when I was in my twenties and, um, it was pretty freaking scary. Like, um, I was worried for a while, you know, and, um, so yeah, I had some encounters and it's really hard to know you've emotionally devastated somebody, but it's also hard when they just won't take no for an answer and it's becomes really unhealthy. So, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I don't take those things lightly. I don't never liked hurting people's feelings and that's not good, but sometimes, you know, look, you're just not there and you got to be honest with somebody. If somebody throws a drink at you and you're in a club's top situation like I know you frequented do you, what do you do with your wet shirt do you just Look, let you it dry two choices at that point I mean you just you own it I got thrown out of a bar one time because my buddy dumped an entire pint glass over my head you got thrown out y'all yeah. both got thrown out both got thrown out yeah oh. why did he do that um I think he had too many prior pint glasses oh. <laughs> All right, we have the rose ceremony, and Piper is having her alone time with Matt James, and in walks Heather, who is squeaky and, hey, and you saw for a millisecond Matt James going, wait, who, huh? Because he's trying to make it, he's trying to connect this woman he's seeing with somebody on his roster, and she's not on his roster. Then he starts laughing, very loud and boisterously in a, oh my goodness, sort of way. And then he asked Piper, can you please give us a few minutes? I did Mm -hmm. not like that. No, I thought it was rude. 
Um, I did too. And I felt bad for PIP ER. Mm-hmm. And then they, Heather, hey, I bet you're wondering what I'm doing here. And then they introduced themselves. Do you think they knew each other going in and they're pretending to not? Yes, of course. Okay. Do you think they talked or do you think they had seen each other before? Because she's saying in her quarantine files, which were terrible, she's saying Hannah was with him all quarantine and she told me that Matt James and I would be perfect for each other. So I just had to come and check it out. Um, I, I don't know what to believe. I think she probably hung out with them in their massive Instagram quarantine at Tyler Cameron's place or something. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't see anything untoward, but uh-huh. it, based upon his reaction, they clearly had some sort something, of yes. history or something together. Yeah. Which sends Piper in a tailspin as she yeah, goes she out did. and she and, and she tells everyone, hey, this is going on. And then she sort of starts to lose it a little bit. Now, will Heather stay? Mm, no. Will Heather stay through the rose ceremony and then he doesn't give her a rose? I think he sends her home. You think he does before the yep. rose ceremony? No, I think at the rose ceremony. Oh, at the rose ceremony. So he doesn't give her a rose. He lets her stay for the rose ceremony, but he doesn't give her a rose. Yeah. Do you think he gets her number whenever all of this falls to pieces, whoever it is he picks? I don't know. I, I don't. She's too um, girly, you know, like too mm. immature. I don't, I don't think that's what he's looking for. So do you, no. Do you think Tyler Cameron gets a rose? I think he should. I do. He's clearly the most compatible <laughs> with Mad James. Hey, thank y'all for listening. I wanted to remind you that we have a bachelor bracket together with the amazing folks over at last night's game. I've left a link in the show notes so you can check it out. It's super fun. It's super easy. I'm super losing at it because I never guess right. I never guess right, but I'm going to put Piper on my list next week. I'm going to do it. Anyway, it takes about 30 seconds to fill out. So we'd love for you to come and join the fun and there might be prizes for those who win. If you'd like to read a recap of the sixth episode of Matt Jane's season to find love, head on over to IHateGreenBeans.com. That was terrible. IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years of content. See, I'm not editing this part because I'm just wondering who listens to it. It's fine. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe. Have courage and be kind out there. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever.